You're listening to Rapture FM, your one-stop shop for Rapture Mayhem. And in all seriousness, this is probably the last time that we're going to do a Rapture FM type deal. Uh, I'm Jonathan, and I've been doing all of the editing and all of the stuff. Um, been doing all this try-hard stuff, but life just kind of happens sometimes. And I am at a point where I do not have time to edit this stuff or put things out like I used to or make things. Um, but I I do want to still have all this out, uh, if for nothing more than just for me to listen to in like five years look back on it if there is no you know listening fan base or anything not fan base but if there's no like listening group of people there's always gonna be me and my buddies and we'll have this to listen to so future jonathan this is for you uh i am going to try to kind of streamline everything make it a lot easier for myself um there's i'm not gonna have stuff before and after the episodes anymore i'm just gonna like mix and send uh the the lowest effort possible because really that's all i've got time for and um with that being said you're listening to welcome to rapture all right uh welcome everybody back to uh Welcome to Rapture. This is a actual play podcast where me and a group of people play in the game Bioshock. We a game that we fucking made up uh, based in Bioshock. I lost all of it. We're in Rapture, city under the water. No gods or kings, only man. My name is Jonathan. I play Mavis Madsen. Uh, David, go ahead. I am Johnny Glasgow. I play Shark Hunter Drunk, and uh, tonight, a lady killer. Yeah, he, he plays as a drunk. He's not, he's not actually drunk. Oh, no, I'm actually drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Parker, a.k.a. Soul Solo. He's the douchebag who wants to mate a whale with a whale shark. And sometimes I actually say it the wrong way and confuse everyone. But GM, the garbage manager. Hello and greetings once more. Anyone who's brave enough to listen to this hot dumpster fire we present to you today. I am John, our GM, and I am leading what can only be described as parade of debauchery down its path to its next destination. And I get to say... Welcome to another episode of Welcome to Rapture, A Deal with the Devil. And this is the part where I guess I'll say to myself, would I kindly say what happened last time? And I'll say, I usually don't listen to you, but okay, just this once. <laughs> Are you having a schizophrenic episode right now? Before, you. Are you telling me God listens to God? I fucking knew it. Before we let the great Merlin continue, I need to cl- get something clarified. Is it so... Oh, is it solo or is it solo? Every two point, I don't know anymore. I'm I'm just as confused as you now. It's established to be Sol Oaken. Sol, S-O-L, is the first name. 
we clarified this. This thing ago. Kylo Ren or something. Yes, Kylo Ren, and Kylo Ren. I'm trying to bang that chick from that show. I f- uh, oh, I thought you were going to say you were trying to bang that one chick from the market area. I was like, I fucking hate that that's your overall arc. <laughs> I was going to say bang my sister, but that's more of a Luke and Princess Leia thing, so I completely lost that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's not your cup of tea necessarily. Insults rubs in your blood is my understanding. Uh, that's is off to a great start. This, yeah. I already called it a dumpster fire, so we're just leaving that point on with anything. <laughs> canonically, canonically, it is soul. Oh my fucking <laughs> middle! Okay, no, I'm sorry. I thought middle you... initial O and then Ken. That's true. I forgot that. Soul O Ken. Can we just call him the bitch boy? No. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm Johnny's right. uh, bitch. That's that's all you need to know. <laughs> Well, with the Grand Meister, please continue with his recap. Previously on this dumpster fire, I'm calling Welcome to Rapture. The gangster survived getting attacked by a mutated shark man, and were coming to terms with what they needed to do next. From the body of the shark man, they obtained a strange device that they aren't quite sure what it pertains to, as well as a... uh, a hidden message within a strange note that they found uh, but weren't able to decipher as it was. Two pieces separate of a puzzle that they weren't sure how it all came together. Beyond that, they decided that they needed to get some rest and uh, traveled further and and see what they could do. Frank going his own way back to his home. Jack went his own way back to wherever he was going. And uh, the rest of the gang of Mavis, Mavis, maybe Mavis, Soul, who was this point high on LSD, and uh, Johnny, and Johnny to go back to his place to uh, try to recover for a bit. While Soul had what we could only describe as a journey into himself. Uh, the other two had a conversation with his first mate, Johnny's first mate, about the note where he decided that he was going to spend his night trying to decipher the note for them so that they could rest and try to recover. Separately, Jack, who had reconvened with his three henchmen, would have noticed that the shark body corpse, shark body corpse, shark corpse, of the mutated man Finnegan was no longer present at the site. Beyond that, he had a lovely conversation with his three henchmen where basically he decided that he no longer needed their services for the time being. Uh, after henchmen one in two different voices had an even longer conversation with him, they went their own separate ways where Jack seemed to uh, wander aimlessly but with a destination in mind. From there, Frank reconvened with one of his oldest friends and they had a heart-to-heart about the old days and about what was happening more recently. His old friend uh, did share that he had been slowly working his way up the ranks of the people that are supporting Sophia Lamb, and Frank showed interest in trying to get closer to such a relationship himself and partnership. Uh, at that point, we, re- we decided to reconvene back towards where jo- Johnny and the rest of the men were, but we decided that dreams, dreams are something you don't want to rush. Dreams are something that you want to share with the entire group in length and detail with all the detail that you want. So with that in mind, 
that's where we find ourselves beginning today on this session of A Deal with the Devil. I thought we went over dreams last episode. Nope. Um, we- I, I wanted to, but we had some hard outs and we couldn't get to it. Okay. Which is why I assured we I were going to get to it today. Oh, I'm not drunk enough to recreate what I created. We, we, uh, I have, I have David's dream, so don't worry about that. I, <laughs> I want, yeah, me and David did his dream uh, after the fact. I would like, uh, if, if, uh, you know, general consensus, I would like to take soul on a dream journey at another time. Uh, and us just kind of like glaze over that at the moment, or we can do it like normal. And then I don't know, I'll have this thing in my back pocket to use at some other point. If it becomes, you know, available, yeah, I kind of think we can do the dream sequence like later as like a bonus thing. Yeah, we can do that. That's not a problem. There. Okay. Yeah. We'll just, I'll, I'll have this thing in my back pocket that we can use at some other point. Um, Hello? Hello? Is anybody out there? Just not if you can hear me. Is there anyone home? Come on, come on now. I hear you feeling down. I sent him out that way. <laughs> okay, okay, what happened? It is. My, my, my internet... Yes, I I do now. My internet is so bad. Hear me. Are you there? Can you hear me now? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Holy shit. Uh, Oh my god. Can you hear me? All right. So what's up? (laughs) Mavis. Mavis. Mavis have dreams. You have input. Yes. What was what was my role? Do you remember? I don't. Why don't you roll refresher me real quick? All right. What am I rolling? IQ. D six. One D six. A D six. All right. I got a three. Yeah. You have a very not overtly uh, existential or crazy. You have a very normal dream, recalling a pleasant memory. Do you have details about that? Uh, if I'm remembering a pleasant memory, I remember uh, not long after getting to Rapture, I took my wife and child to uh, not quite aquarium, but there's a part of Rapture where it's kind of like like a big glass dome, and you can see a lot of the the ocean life. It's near like a coral reef, right? And I took my kid there to see the animals and stuff. It's kind of like a family excursion. And uh, this is kind of like the time where um, when I had my discussion with Johnny, I told him that, you know, my kid, you know, liked the idea of sharks. But this is where he actually got to see one up close and it was really scary to him. But then, you know, later on in the excursion, he got to see dolphins and that was like a big deal for him. Um but this was kind of like a little family outing in a like nicer part of Rapture where you can see the ocean life. Aw, that's nice. I like that. Jack, what did you dream about? Roll me a dice. Um, D6. So, so to be clear, um, I don't really know how to describe dreams as an individual. Uh-huh. I literally don't dream as in real life, so uh, I don't that's understand a- them. I'll I'll fill in the blanks for you. Just roll me a d6 real quick. 
<laughs> also, am I even sleeping? Where the fuck is Jack? Well, I'm establishing that he's probably sleeping at this point because he needed to sleep for at least a little bit before he did anything else. So we're just saying he's sleeping right now. I don't know where he is, but he's sleeping. Oh, okay. Jack has a very pleasant dream about his three henchmen coming together and actually doing their job exactly how he expects them to and brings great success to his corporation, which rises to rival against Andrew Ryan himself. Can we just dream what about our humble beginnings? How we came from nothing? <laughs> That's the real dream. Yeah, sure. It starts with that and then goes into what I said. Sure. Well, you described a nightmare, sir. Continue. Oh, that's fine. You have a nightmare then. That's fine. Frank? Frank, roll a d6. Frank. Frank is currently dead. Please leave a message after the tone. He's just... He's uh, he's in another... He's not even with us. He's probably not even asleep. All right. Frank's probably just having one of those really weird blank dreams where he just happens to recall his conversation with his bud that he just had, and that's all we're going to get out of him. All right. Well, with two other dreams happening to the side that we don't necessarily need to know about at the moment, being Johnny and Soul, we return to the morning after. Nah, resolve, resolve souls, and we'll we'll deal with that some other time. We'll we'll do my thing at another moment. We can go ahead and have oh. Soul's dream. And I already do that real quick. I roll. I already did David's dream. So what do I roll for this dream? Uh, you rolled a five in the game. I'm assuming. Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. All right, Dream Master. What do I get for a five? All right, for a five, due to your LSD state, yours is a little bit harder to contain within a certain structure. You go into a wide adventure where you travel through the realms and you seem to almost end up in this other society altogether that's not set up the same way we are. It, you interact with these strange beings that communicate and trade through thoughts and other concepts that are more ethereal than anything. Throughout your journey, you come across such, such strange interactions that if you were to remember this the morning after, would definitely help you expand into something deeper of a human being. However, you're completely on LSD, so it's, like, it's doubtful that you'll remember any of this. As the dream expires, you seem to recall having a conversation with somebody and seeming on edge during it. But for some reason, this is the part of the dream that seems to fade from you the more fast or faster than any other part of it. Uh, the second you wake up from the dream, you just remember this conversation keeping you on edge, and you seem to shake somebody's hand. You don't remember what for, but the cold sensation that follows you just allows you to snap awake as it seems like the memory seems to fade instantly afterwards. You almost remember every other part for minutes longer than that. But that last part leaves you immediately as your eyes open. You kind of wander through the details of your LSD-induced dream and realizing how preposterous all the concepts seem. And within moments after waking up, you just seem to let it all fall back into the, the empty cosmos of your mind. And you wake up. Cool, so John's doing her dreams? I did that one just because it's it's just pertaining more to what we'll go into more later. But that was like the bare bones of it. That's that's not what I was planning, but that works really well. <laughs> Glad I could fail and ex meet your no, expectations. No, I was <laughs> I was expecting him to have like a completely unrelated thing, but then you kind of like expertly, vaguely described a bunch of shit that I have planned that you don't even know about. So that's great. Oh god! <laughs> oh god! No! So, what have I so done? 
Soul is going to his eyes are going to shoot open and he's going to be fully erect within like a millisecond of waking up, and he's going to we have rush over to Johnny. Yeah, fully erect. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know what I said. That's how I play the game. He knows what and, he's about. Uh, I'm gonna run over to Johnny and I'm gonna I'm gonna grab his shoulders and I'm gonna get right in his face and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna say, "I am the Sorcerer Supreme." <laughs> Johnny gets high on LSD too because he had the spike. We established Johnny's was so diluted that after all the alcohol he had had, it barely affected him by the time Johnny, he fell asleep. That that part we did cover. Johnny had a an LSD induced dream, and he probably wakes up a little wide eyed, but nowhere near the level of of soul. He's not Sorcerer Supreme, is he? In his heart, he is. Try me, bud. In his heart, he is, and in his soul. But the question is, are you willing to gamble that? In his soul. <laughs> Papa, can you hear me? Papa, are you there? Papa, I've been wondering so long. Papa, can you hear me? Papa, I'm alone. Papa, I need you here. Daddy wasn't there. Take me to the fair. Change my underwear. Da 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 Daddy, 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 can you hear me? Daddy, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you for the love of God. Thank God. Did you hear me the whole time? Yes! Yes! Holy shit! I thought I was... for like five minutes straight. I thought I was disconnected. Like, my internet keeps going in and out, and I cannot hear you guys at all. Just like right now. If you can hear me now, I cannot hear you. I'm so glad someone else is recording this because I got nothing. And nothing. Ugh. All right. We're changing it. Yeah. I'm messaging, messaging him right now. <laughs> I'm back. Hey, you can hear us? Yeah, now. All right. Is there like, is there some time or place where you will have more reliable internet? Hold on. Hold on. I'm switching to, uh, Switch into a hot spot. Johnny always has his fingers on the hot spot. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that this is going to be more reliable. Okay. Oi. So, let's uh, let's carry on. Where, where where are we at? What are we doing? We'll pick. Alright, well, uh, Johnny was reacting to me waking him saying I was the Sorcerer Supreme. Aye. All right, so Johnny's eyes shoots open. If you don't get your bandana wearing hippie ass out of me face, I'm going to cut off what little manhood you think you got, Sorceress Supreme. And at that, I am going to levitate exactly zero inches off of the ground <laughs> and sort of like spin around the room with my arms folded and with like my eyes closed, like humming ancient chants from another language that were dead a million years. I would like to take a swig of liquor, bringing my total of liquor down to um, two bottles and a third. And then I would like to take an action to bash uh, souls uh, a wily ash in the head. 
Not hard. Gently. It's like a roll me a roll me a d six. Jovial bro hit. Yes. <laughs> okay, you give him a solid smack <clears throat> more with your heel against the side the the bottom of your palm against the side of his head. That would be closer to a palm strike if you were putting force behind it, but you give more of a flat with like the side of it. So you just give him a pat on the top of the head. It doesn't cause like permanent damage, but it's enough to kind of like rattle him for a second. Oh, hey, uh, what, what, uh, what's going on? Hello, hello. If you're done flying about the room, maybe we could get on. Freaking yeah, I'm good. We ready to get the fuck out of here? Uh, weird dream, weird night. I'm about to go this- put some clothes on and stop walking around with your thumb out. At this point, uh, your first mate Johnny kind of turns around from the desk, going. So, uh, should I be going to the other room now, or are you two done fucking about for the morning? Nicalpine, hey, what, we- what have you found out about the things that you have researched throughout the night? Who the fuck is that guy? <sighs> i tell you what I am right now. I'm fucking tired. Uh, I'm gonna need something to wake me up after this, but, uh, for what I can gather, there's about two put-in-a-pieces of information aside for some babble this man seemed to have about shocks and whatnot. It seems that one, he made some notes about a meeting coming up, something about where the clowns sleep, and something about fun and games. I don't know. The man seems a bit daft, if you ask me. The other part of this seems to be, uh, it's a bit odd, but I suppose not for a man that hangs around the docks. He seems like he was looking into some kind of, uh, stash of shipment that he borrowed. Uh, something that was meant for a boy that he was, uh, Put taking under his wing that he was supposed to pick up, but he took it for himself for whatever reason. Something about medical supplies and whatnot. So it would seem that there is a meeting at the circus carnival thing that is currently happening in Rapture. Is there any information that you have, maybe a location of the said uh, goods that he was looking into for this boy? who seemingly I would not know, but probably doesn't have any thumbs or life force left in him. Uh, he doesn't say too much, but he does give initials J.A. for this lad, so I suppose that that means something to you. It was whatever he was supposed to be having with him when they met up last. Aye, that sounds like Jimmy Alois. Aye, that'd probably be the lad of anyone. I doubt he knows a bunch of daft lads with such initials, if anything. Whatever that boy was supposed to be picking up, he seems the Finnegan took for his own use. Uh, aside from that, uh, I would re- reckon he's talking about uh, that one location off in the distance. You know, that one camp, the fairgrounds that they got out there for the carnival. If there was ever going to be a place where clowns sleep, that'd be where the wee bastards close their eyes. Them wee beady eyes and red noses. Those fuckers. Yes, this is the thought that I had. Um... What say you boys, should we check out these goods or try to head to the circus? Uh, Regardless, I think that we should probably reunite ourselves with Frank and Jack before we make any any big decisions. Maybe you want to be in full forces before you deal with those clowns. Ooh, those Beady eyes, them <laughs> red-nosed bastards. Ooh, you don't trust no one that shaves their own head and wears a party hat. Who knows what wee troubles they hide in them big, daft shoes. Ooh, it makes me mad just thinking about it. Those bastards. 
Yeah, oh, hey, Daft Punks. Well, hey, hey, them Daft Punks. Along, fine. Ooh, if you take me to the carnival, I'm going to need all the booze you got on you and then some. Ooh, I'm going to stab one of those <laughs> wee beady-eyed bastards if Can I'm not... Can we please drunk. go to the circus? I, I love McAlpine. <laughs> I would do anything for McAlpine. <laughs> Listen, I, I tell you lads two uh, I tell you lads one thing without the booze. Hey, let me tell you one thing, Johnny. If there's two things I can't stand, it's people who are intolerant and fucking clowns. <laughs> well, my focus only because I feel like maybe that's a place where we might not get assassinated or ganged up on by a bunch of thugs. Oh, you oh I have a feeling we're going to be ganged up on by a bunch of clowns. Oh, them beady bastards. Oh, here I go again. He takes a giant, he takes the, one of Johnny's bottles out of his desk. And he takes a long drink of it and he goes, I'm fine now. <laughs> Soulless bastards. We're definitely taking him with us if we go to the circus. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, so, so we're bringing McAlpine into our party. I want to know whether or not we should go try to find Frank or Jack or like what we should McAlpine, do. Hey, your harpoon and your bolt. You've been conscripted. Uh, I guess I've had enough of the dock work anyway. I suppose I could come along for a bit. Just you better not point me towards them clowns. I swear to God, I'm gonna shit one of them. Oh, I'm ganting on it. <laughs> you hunt sharks. You hunt sharks, Johnny. I hunt clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, don't worry. Uh, I will telepathically contact Frank and Jack. I learned how to do this last night in a frick, crazy fucking dream. Hold on, give me a second. What the fick is he talking about? Are you sure you can trust him? I don't know, I'm but I'm giving McAlpine a like Fuck and Christ, he's still on the drugs. Good God. You will have to excuse our friend. He is still coming down off of some hard substances. Um, he he may have some notions of delusions of grandeur, but I do not believe they will last very long. Uh, I'm pretty sure at some point he will critically fail a role or something that will bring him back down to Earth. You wish. You fucking wish. McAlpine takes Sorry. another sip of his bottle and goes, Oh, I understand not wanting to come down from a high. If this bottle stays filled long enough, I'll be damned if I'm otherwise. Are we going or are we chatting, ladies? What are we doing? And we're we head back down to the docks. To the docks! Where we left Wait the shark body. Uh, are we going to try and find uh, Frank? or Wait, where are we going? Well, so, if you would let me finish your drug idol tour. <laughs> oh, my. Well, I you say we head on down to the docks. Maybe Frank is, or Jack are still skulking about. If anything, we could uh, check Finnegan's place for those medical supplies before we head into dangerous clown country. I do think that if there was any place for us to rendezvous, it would be the last place that we saw our friends. So this kind yeah, of makes some kind of logic here. 
Yes. One small problem with that whole uh, plan is that we killed a bunch of guys there. I don't know if you were there, but a lot of people died there. A lot of people died. He's his rapture. Nobody cares. To be fair, we killed one person. We killed a shark. Benny Finnegan ate his crew. Hey, I'm down. I'm a superhero. I'm never going to die. We actually did kill at least five others before that. So I, you know, I get what he's saying, but on oh. the other hand, we are in rapture, and there is no law enforcement. Nobody cares about these things. Oh, I uh, wouldn't get killed people long before this. I wouldn't get that far, boy. There's definitely the security team that uh, definitely goes and pertains certain areas. What with the security machines, also. You I mean you got to figure out they got the. Uh, the jail cells down there for a reason. What with the uh the feckin' the uh, uh 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 what's the the Persephone? Yes, where they keep bastards like Sophia Lamb. Ooh, that we shite. Ooh, she's got beady eyes too. I tell you now, she's probably a clown. Let oh, me let me tell you, you something. Let me tell you something about that place. That place is where Andrew Ryan puts the people that he doesn't like. If anything, we are doing the work for Andrew Ryan by taking out these undesirables that he does not want in his rapture. Ooh, that's some damn clown logic if I ever heard it, but I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> well, McAlpine, we're headed to the dock. Hey, the docks. We so happen to run into just and into any security teams. Well, you could pretend they're clowns. Oh, the me beady eyes. <laughs> All right, let's. Yeah, let's, let's go. One speed, that guy. <laughs> okay, so you guys will start heading back towards ducks where you were previously. Frank and Jack. At this point, would you say realistically it would be likely that the following morning you both were hanging around the docks waiting to meet back up with folks? Um. I was going to head to my office because if you remember when I made the phone call, I also requested investigation people to go dig up information. So uh-huh. 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 you kind of know where the office would be. So you as the GM you... can decide if I'm going to be passing by the docks to my office on this lovely morning. I'll, that... I'll, I'll, I'll retroactively say you you've done this by this point because you've already established that Jack doesn't sleep as much as the average fan does and likely he would have people at his corporation ready for such early business interactions that he will have this set up by the time you would be going to the docks afterwards if that works for you like I said I mean I was gonna go to the office so if you want to say I'm on my way to the office. Yeah, I'm gonna be going by the docks because I that's probably fine. wouldn't have left far. That's fine because so. you were you were close to the docks last time anyway before you got some shut eyes. So yeah, we'll say you're still close by and everything. Frank, are you by the docks now as well? Um, I don't remember. I don't. Did we talk about a place to meet up afterwards? You you had left. I, I think around the time they were deciding that jo- they were gonna everyone was gonna go to Johnny's um, place. And I would assume I remember, he would come back to the docks, if anything. I remember Frank said to let meet at his place, but Frank never told anyone where he lives. So yeah. it would so be I'm, logical, though, if Frank wanted to meet up again, he would go to the docks knowing that that's where they went. Knowing Johnny would, would be, stay the night. It would also be logical 
to not go back to the docks because a lot of bad stuff went down over there. Yeah. And why would we return to the scene of the crime? Where else because have we met, though? Um, that is the last place you saw us, though. Like I said, I wouldn't be heading back to the docks, but I would agree that I'd be going past the docks. Frank, so, Frank would like to see if he can like figure out where Johnny lives, and maybe I go there. Oh, yeah. Because maybe Frank, I don't think Frank would know that everyone went to the docks, and honestly, Frank doesn't think that's a very good idea. I mean, maybe... Well, uh, here's the thing. Oh, well, here's the thing. Um, Johnny did tell us all about Macau Pie, so he might be able to find where Macau Pie lives. I mean, before we mm-hmm. split up, we kind of said to go back to Johnny's place, so it wouldn't it wouldn't be far-fetched for at some Johnny's point... Johnny's place would be at the docks. Yeah. Johnny's place is at the docks. That's where Johnny works. That's where Johnny does his business deals. That's oh, where Johnny fights Billy Finnegan. I, so I would say retroactively, it would make sense for Frank to at least go back to the docks to see if anything's changed since the fight and if there's any investigations going on okay. to see if anything's being pointed towards them. He doesn't have to be okay. rolling around the middle of the docks, but at least the outside parts would make sense to me. Okay. Okay, so this is what Frank will do. Frank will change clothes and put on something that's a little more like stealthy in a way like you know to kind of hide himself i mean he's a big dude so yeah he's gonna wear something you know maybe like a cloak or a hood or something to kind of be just you know inconspicuous and covered up and uh yeah he'll he's gonna like he doesn't want to take the most common way to the docks that everyone would probably take uh, he kind of wants to go a back way and kind of show up, you know, kind of, uh, you know, kind of behind some buildings or whatever. So he can like scope out the area uh, without being noticed. I'll roll something if I have to like stealth or something. Uh, yeah, roll stealth to see how covertly you're hiding on the outskirts of the docks just to see if anyone notices a giant man. Um, what is what is stealth? It would, it would be agility, be? agility plus anything you have towards. Uh, anything Not a is. dad gum thing. No, just your agility then. Let's see. The, oops. Uh, ignore that. There we go. Okay, so uh, for as big a man as you are, you actually do do a very good job. It's not that you're trying to like pretend to be smaller than you are, you're just doing a good job of clinging to the walls and the outer parts of the docks that uh, it doesn't bring any extra attention onto yourself as much as you would if you went closer to the center of this. Uh, Looking around, even from where you are, you do notice being the first person to arrive at the docks that there's not not as much commotion as there would be normally. There's not even a shark man's body being investigated at the moment. There's just... What you see to be the shop that you went to the other day uh, is has been burnt down to the ground, and that's really the only thing being investigated at the moment. There's no bodies left over nearby. There's no uh, murder investigation seeming to be going on. It just seems like they're more focused on some case of like suspected arson than anything. All right. Um, can Frank do anything else, or is that the end of his turn? 
Uh, I gave I kind of gave you a bonus perception check without you having to roll for it. So I'm gonna say that's kind of what you're doing at the moment. You're just kind of hanging on the edge, waiting to see what happens from here. Okay. So as this happens, realistically, the I rest know what of the I group. Do next, then. Okay, the rest of the group would be showing up in some shape or form. Whether it would be Jack be coming back onto scene next and see what's close by, or the remainder of the group coming in either at the same time or just before that, depending on how y'all want to roll, roll this. I'll do whatever I have well, to do to find these people. Yeah, Johnny said that his house is basically near the docks or at the docks anyway. So I'll I'll say realistically that everyone would have basically come back at the same time then, since it's not like anyone was trying to like wait nearby more or less. So Frank will notice that the remainder of the group seems to kind of covertly, or at least somewhat subtly, kind of meander their way back into the area. Similarly, hanging out around the edge, not trying to like poke their nose too close to the buildings. Uh, more than anything, they would be just as surprised to see that there's no shark man's body left behind being investigated, and that the shop that they had left before was now burnt down to the ground. Where is Jack in that group? Jack would be arriving separately from the remainder of the group, okay. whether it's from a similar entrance okay. or from another one nearby. He so would probably be the only one yet. that doesn't look surprised about it, but knowing Jack, it's not something he's going to show on his ex expression. Right. I'm only saying that because he's muted right now, so I'm just kind of speaking right. for him real quick. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so everybody kind of shows up kind of at the same place around the same time. We see each other like right. through the crowd kind of deal. Oh, no, homie. Y'all ain't seeing me. Technically, he's he's quote unquote stealth right now, hiding kind of against the walls of the docks. Okay. Um, he would be more likely to see you as a, a group quicker than you would be to see him. Mm, gotcha. Sounds like so. If, if Frank, if Frank, if Frank mm -hmm. I I have no idea what you said, man. I said it would seem everybody needs to do a perception check. Um. Oh, I was talking about what Jack said for or Caleb said oh. for Jack. Yeah. No, nobody heard that. I said I would just stay in stealth. Uh, I would never really just approach at random. Okay, so you would need to roll stealth for me then. And then, while well, that's going on, if the remainder of the group wants to try to roll perception to see if they notice... Uh, yeah, Frank because or we, Jack. We, would be, we would be looking around Correct. for Frank or Jack. For them, right. I will put my roll in the thing. Whoa, mama. <laughs> I mean, that's really good, but almost really bad. He lucked out. That's good. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Caleb, can you roll a... Okay, there you go. Jesus. <laughs> Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No one sees Jack. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Jack's hanging out like Batman style on a building nearby on the rooftop, just brooding, watching this scene unfold out. Um, from his vantage point, he notices everyone else kind of meandering and looking around, but no one sees him. Uh, I would say Johnny and Soul, you do first notice a hidden in the shadows Frank not particularly trying to stick out at the moment, which then, if you were to point out to uh, Mavis with his very close role afterwards, he would kind of get the same perception check thanks to your aid. So you all notice Frank in the distance, not trying to gather attention on himself, but just kind of sticking to one place, trying to blend with the shadows, more or less. Mavis is looking around, right. like, like obviously looking for people. Like, they're, like yeah. if anybody were to look at Mavis, they would know that he's, like, looking for somebody. Hand over eyebrows, fucking careening his neck, looking, <laughs> like, I am... <laughs> 
I am obviously it, like if Jack sees me, he knows I'm looking for for him. If Frank sees me, he knows yeah. I'm looking for him. But if I don't see them after a certain amount of time, I'm going to be like, I mean, let's just move and hope that they we find them serendipitously. With with well, as good saw, as Soul we, we and saw, Johnny's, yeah, yeah, we saw Frank. So yeah. uh, we like, nudge Mavis and being like, yo, there. Let's, yeah, let's, let's yeah. The roles were good enough. I think they were able to kind of help lead your eyes to where he is without overtly yeah. putting him out. So okay, uh, is and then you kind of all like as if you're trying to go back out through the docks, kind of meander your way over to where Frank is without necessarily like pointing him out either to the rest of the crowd. I think. I well, think I, I would say. Go ahead. I was just gonna say maybe we should motion him to like get the fuck out of here. That's so exactly kinda... what I was about to say. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you, like I said, you guys were technically as if more or less you were putting on a show as if you were heading to an exit. So you could really do that and just kind of not motion your head towards Frank to kind of follow behind. I think we we kind of all have the same brain here and we would kind of like look oh. each other, look at each other and kind of know. And we would kind of motion to Frank to like go to the side to the like motion him the direction that we're going to go. And I don't want to speak for everybody, but I th I think our closest thing we could go to is the the supplies the that we got from McAlpine, the location of that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Now, so well, <clears throat> I'll I'll wait for a turn. Uh, McAlp McAlpine said hey. that Finnegan would would have taken the supplies to keep on his own. So where we encountered Finnegan at first in the bar, which I would assume would be empty since he flooded it. Um, maybe we should try getting around into the backside of his office where the supplies may be. Is that what we're thinking? Or am I like... Does McAlpine confirm or deny this? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, if the bastard was going to... Uh, hold some shites like that. I'd imagine he tried to keep it close to home, so you know he's not gonna let one of his boys get too close and comfy to what he's snatching from other hands. I suppose it'd either be connected to his office, or perhaps his office leads to another place that he does business at that he may possibly hold such shite in the first place. Uh, six of one hand, half a dozen another, but I believe there'd be a connection either way. And Johnny, Johnny and McAlpine would know whether or not his office is connected to that bar or like a separate part, because like one of like the bars flooded, uh, seemingly still flooded. And if his, but if Cal his Cal office Cal is a different part, then we would be able to go to his office pretty easily. Oh, I, I suppose I, I would concur that he at least had a damn office in that bar. If he didn't have another one for his actual business, uh, uh, but did he have a back door? Oh, Johnny, we all have back doors. One way or another, we all have back doors. Lead the way, McCopper. I will find Finnegan's back door. Just you wait. Gross. Mm. So he leads you back, actually, towards the bar itself. I uh, don't show uh, Frank where, uh, after what Frank did to Finnegan's Jaw, I'd hate to see what Frank would do to Finnegan's back door. <laughs> oh, did, that, did Frank come over yet? Oh, I thought you guys... Like, oh, you, you they were, were coming up to you at this point, and they were having this conversation near adjacent to you, just not, like, 
overtly being like, "Hey Frank, by the way, we're gonna." Oh, I thought they were like mo- they were like yeah. motioning me to the supplies. Like I didn't. I thought they weren't coming up to. No, me. no, no. Yeah, they, no. They coming. Yeah. Yeah, we're so, we like subtly motion you in the direction that we're going, which is probably uh, some some way kind of like adjacent slash past you. So it, like we're not walking directly towards you. We're kind of going in another direction and motioning you the way that we're going. All right. Yeah. Then I would have I would have uh, followed like kind of tail like you guys would have walked by and I would have like looked around and tailed back. Uh, you know, a few feet. Alright, so McAlpine's mm-hmm. gonna take this group here. Is Jack falling behind, or is he just moving? Yeah. Um, I'm close, just I'm staying in stealth. Okay. So, so apparently Finnegan... we don't know you're there. Yeah. True. So, so Finnegan's... Ever. Gonna... McAlpine's gonna take you back towards the bar that uh, Finnegan somewhat owned, somewhat ran, somewhat flooded. Don't worry about it. It's not that big a deal. Um, he's gonna take you, he's gonna take you back over there, and it's enough out of the way, thankfully, that most of the crowd seems to have just kind of dealt with the arson business for the bit, and they're kind of like on their own now doing something else. Um, the the door for the bar itself, actually, for uh, safety reasons, there was a mechanism that kicked in that helped block off and uh, remove the water that was actually contained in the bar itself. So after a bit of finagling with the this lock for the door, uh, you able to open it up, and you're now in the what remains in the shattered, almost like ocean floor remains of the bar. Wait, so what, hey, what a right mess this is! Are we in just like a ramshackled place, or are we like swimming in a like? No. I'm I'm gonna say for security reasons, I feel like Bat Rapture had this set up to where like you could divert water that was in certain rooms uh, okay. to like remove it after it was sealed. So like I'm gonna say like it's been it, like it was flooded for a while, but they were able to divert the water for safety reasons. So, so like that this place was sealed off and like the water was removed. So now it looks like an ocean floor, but it's safe to walk into. Narratively speaking, like metal shutter goes over gone window and then water gets vented yeah. out. Okay. Yes. So like this is all metal now. That water, that that all that shattered glass is now down here. It's all algae and slimy on the floors and the and the and the uh, actual uh, surfaces. But it is able to be walked into for all purposes. Nice. Hi, boys. Let's head up the stairs where Finnegan was standing up. Upon his office would be through the door in the back. Aye, if he was gonna have a back door, be up and tucked away from public eye. I would like to follow behind them, by the way. Like, not say a word, just... I'm behind whoever's in the back of the group, not saying anything. Uh, let's give a pecking order for how this group is traveling through the bar upstairs. So let's who's going roll first? Six, roll a d6. Nah, sure. I think, I think, like, realistically, it's Johnny probably Johnny and, Johnny and McAlpine, and then me and Soul, and then Frank behind us, and then after that, is Jack following? And yeah, that that's, case, that's in, correct. In this new area, I would argue that more than likely you, everyone's kind of keeping a sharp eye out. So I would ask at the very least for Frank to roll a perception and for Jack to roll a new stealth. Because I want to see how well he's hiding versus how well Jack's looking for anyone following them. Oh no, I want to see crit fail and like walks 
into the back of Frank. That's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> one, two. That's a, no, I mean, that's a critical success for one. Well, let's see Jeez. if Frank has a critical success. Does Frank have a critical success? Because he does success? have perception times three, so... And his leadership six. And whoosh. Well, well shoot. Ah, suck it, nerd. You should try very hard to keep an eye out, but as much as you're looking around, the slimy, almost algae-like texture of the floors itself is almost more distracting. As like you're kind of a part of you, somewhat worried that those ba- those barricades that are holding the water back are going to flood, and this entire area is going to become another fish tank before you know it. Hmm. This aids and I'll probably Jack, like slip into like yeah, slide and that's, around on the floor. Yeah, exactly. So you're, that's also diverting your attention because you're trying to like every other second you kind of do that slip. And you're like, uh, shh, shh, hold on, like, uh, and like your attention's hanging in there, which helps Jack as slippery as this floor is, kind of cling to the shadows. And look, I imagine he's going to be a good bit behind as contained as this area is, and he's not going to be like you son of a gun. Slime no, floors, just like Jack. I'm like right behind this guy. I, okay. Wouldn't I notice that, though? It, success. You can't just have anything just because you rolled three sixes. I, I, for this purpose, I'll say that it, he's not right behind you. I'm going to say he's hanging to the shadows no, at the not. door right now, and he's using this time to kind of keep an eye out on you guys as you're going around the back and up the stairs. He's doing his best to not be right behind you guys because that yeah, obviously leaves him out back. in the open. He's just not noticed narratively. At all. Narratively, that's what a stealthy person would do. They wouldn't be risking themselves being right next to their target. You're assuming yeah. I don't want to randomly touch Frank to give him a heart attack. Uh, that's a that's a sad way to get killed. Let's not do dude, that. You will die. That's a whole okay. other role, dude. So so at this point, the group goes up the stairs with Johnny and McAlpine leading this trek, sliding up the stairs. McAlpine's like, "Fit shit, get." Get a hold of yourself, McAlpine. It's not like you're around. I ain't the damn fish, Johnny. I ain't made for slippery ocean floors. I'm made for solid ground and stools for drinking. That's my aquarium. Oh, you're made for stools, you shitty-smelling bastard. Oh, hey, your breath is a warm summer daisy, Johnny. Sure, sure. My breath smells like the same thing you like. Your breath smells like your mother's teat. And thank God for a mother's teeth. She was a drunk too, so now it smells like booze. Anyway, <laughs> he kicks open the door to the office, and it's just a surge and algae-based as the rest of the ground. Hey, uh, oh, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Eat. Hey, Mavis. Yes. Hey, uh, remember, remember that time that guy turned into a shark right here? <laughs> Yes, listen, Soul, I this this was a very interesting turn of events. This is a, this is something that I will be able to log into like experiences that I would not have had had I not met you crazy chaotic Boy, motherfuckers. You got that right, but that shit was wild, eh? He just fucking he took like a shot of something and turned into a big ass fucking shark right in front of our eyes. That shit was wild. Yes. yes. I... So, all right, sorry. So, now that we think about it, Math, we should have took a syringe of his a syringe of his blood to see if we can't replicate the shit. Well, we do have his teeth, which uh, the the marrow of a bone. 
it has the DNA. So that's a good point. We have that. Um, so I, uh, now that we have this time together, I would like to ask you a question. Uh, <laughs> all right, go ahead. So my son Joshua is is trying his hardest not to think of the Shark Man, and I do think that. I do think that you telling him his fav- your favorite color would would maybe take his mind off of this. Oh, absolutely. The soul see You tell your little boy that my favorite color is the color that my enemies fear the most. This is very intriguing. What color do your enemies fear? Depends, you know, person to person. Are you telling me that you do not have a favorite color? (laughs) Listen, I tried to narrow it down, but it really depends on who my enemy is at the moment. At this point, McAlpine's going to lean towards Johnny and go, What the heck are they talking about? <laughs> Who the heck is Joshua? Is he here? Is he a small shite? Is he? Stop, boy! Or the, the the man's son, lest lest Opus comes out with his gun. So, Soul, you would. Who the heck is Opus? It's it's a penguin. He likes guns. Just shush, my and enjoy the conversation. How much have you been drinking, Johnny? Not enough for you to keep ruining things. Open the door, my copine. Hey, hey. You would describe your favorite color as being fluid, then, as in, as in, it changes from time to time. Yeah, just like my piss. Am I right? <laughs> Fellas, back I, me up here. Uh, I, I, I can see. So to say your favorite color is the right. I can see that you would get along very well with Opus, not so much Joshua. <laughs> I I will take consolation to that, and uh, oh look, we're here, the office. Yep. McAlpine opens the door at this point, holding his da- head down this whole time as this conversation is going on. He does look behind and looks towards Mavis for a second and goes, you can fucking tell Joshua my favorite color is green, then at least then he gets an answer from some shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me too. I like green. <laughs> Fucking crazy. McAlpine, I would like hey. to say as, as, a, as a, a very nice gesture that you just had to have um, by putting yourself out there for my son, I, I say that I, as a father, really appreciate this. He seems to have warmed up to you. Uh, for some reason, Joshua seems to like you a lot. He, he doesn't even try to look around as you say this, because out, out of the previous interaction and what Johnny's saying, he just kind of looks at you for a second. He kind of gives a slow nod, and he's like, tell Joshua I'd appreciate that. Uh, he sounds like a good lad. He has a good father. And... I see, McDonald. That's how you get along with my... I, I can't, I can't, I can't see Joshua, but I want to stay on his good side. I never met the happy Joshua that I didn't want to keep happy in the mad Joshua. Oh, I, didn't want to be happy. I, 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 I would assume He's Joshua. I'm assuming Joshua is not the one you should worry about. It's it's Opus, the gun-toting penguin. But, hey, but I, I, I'm I'm assuming they're good friends, though. So let's keep them both on your good side. 
Fucking penguins. All right. Here, the, take 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 the rest. Take the 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 rest of this out of this bottle. Okay. There's a third <laughs> of the bottle. Go ahead and drink it, McCoppin. You look like you need it. He's gonna drink the rest of the bottle right there and throw the bottle against the wall. Goes. Let's go, Joshua Nobis. <laughs> ah, yeah. Charge. He so, just kind of walks in at that point. Kind of whistles. Hey, uh, uh, Mavis. Uh. I I know you have dwelt among the uh, humans, but this would be <laughs> Finnegan's office, and I have not really dwelt along among the medical supplies. So I mean, just have at it, boy. Dig through the man's stuff; he's not going to need it anymore. Oh, so are boy, we? Whatever was in that glass that Jack gave me really good. So we're in the office. Yeah, like, do we, we see these things immediately, or do you not? This is a watery grave of a mess of an office with all the books, all those papers, anything that was on a desk neatly put to the side. It's now just all strewn around and making a mess on the floor. All right. Well, I guess that's. Perception. I would like to ask a quick question. Uh, um. So when we first came into the bar, and then like McAlpine or. Flanagan, the shark guy, had like all his henchmen, right? Yeah. Come out a back door, not an upstairs door, but a back door, and that's where they're keeping McAlpine. They had Tommy guns, right? Sure, that sounds like oh, something I would shit. say. So can I go like find one of those real quick? Maybe. Go into the um, back room, and then you're going to have to roll me a perception check. I was going to say, I just rolled perception to find cool shit laying around. Okay, you have three successes, so... You notice amongst all the items on the floor, there's some waterlogged books, some waterlogged papers. You do notice that there seems to have been a very familiar dagger similar to Johnny's, a uh, sharp dagger that would be used for hunting and skinning. But this so, hey, seems to be onyx. Onyx. Ooh. Huh? Mm. All right. So I'm going to inspect that and hold on to it i'm wondering specifically if there is by any chance another revolver or bullets uh in this room because i'm out of bullets for my revolver might have bullets in his desk well we're going to i think uh me and your substance check anyway right boy yeah, you, you can definitely roll for that jack with your roll oh, real quick uh-huh can i Use my luck thing to bump the five into a six and have a crit success and a crit fail? Because that just sounds fun. Uh, no, you have more fails than successes, right? Doesn't matter if it's crits. It's four ones, though. I think it matters if it's four well, ones. Remember we said that the sixes cancel out the ones, so he wouldn't have a I crit remember. fail. He just would have two a successes. Or, yeah, I mean, a one and a oh. five. Oh, oh! They cancel out yeah, that way. Can, okay. Yeah, I can bump my five up to a six. Remember? Yes, but then yeah, like, but your the crit success will cancel out your crit fail, so you would be left oh, with oh, just oh, your oh, one. I got an idea. Can we make him roll to see if it goes either way? <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea because that no. could work. Let's, Not unless you're going to give him one d six. Let's give him one d six to get out of this mess. Roll no, me. he uh, failed. He crit failed. Yeah, yeah but I can crit It's I Even mean, if by he the changes one. the five to a six, though he still failed because that's a one. 
Yeah, but by the rules that remember. we've set, it's not a crit fail. It's it's just yeah. uh, like a failed. that's it's like a soft fail. Yeah. Yeah. He still fails. Right. That's perfect. I'm, I'm so going to say for, for 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 streamlining a time, it's a mess in that kitchen. There's trays. There's pots. There's there's kitchen supplies. You can't seem to find the guns in the midst of all of that. It's just too cluttered and messy and dark for you to pick out anything in particular. Okay. GG, good try. So, Mavis is going to look to McAlpine because mm-hmm. during our previous conversations, it really seemed like McAlpine kind of had a feel for where these supplies would have been. And mm-hmm. I'm going to ask, McAlpine, is there? Hey. Do you do you have any suggestions as to where to look to try to find these supplies that we are looking for? Is there maybe somewhere your intuition would point you to look for these things that maybe I could look and do some sort of investigation role at a um, you know plus one or something that God would give me. <laughs> Oh, all right, let me see for a second. Uh, there was a lot going on during that time, but there is one thing that you mentioned that seemed odd. Anytime that bastard McAlpine went up to his office, anytime that he had one of his goons go up there for him, the bastards would go up there, and I would hear a, I would hear a loud thud against the wall over there, as if something was getting something was getting hit against. And then that bastard wouldn't show up again for a long time after that. So there is possibly a secret passageway in this office. Um, hey, Mavis, Mavis would like to investigate this wall and look for the said back door. Okay, you cool. can roll for that. Johnny, Johnny, with your roll, I would say that you found... Uh, hidden in a drawer in the cabinet that was connected to the desk, you found the matching harpoon that uh, Finnegan had for hunting purposes. It's kind of ones that you could dismantle and put uh, in a smaller container to the side, so there's that. As well as the box of ammo that Sol was looking for. How, how much ammo? A full case, so we'll say it was enough for... Oh, 10, 12 rounds, we'll say. I only need six. I sold. Yeah. If you swear to me not to take any more blasted LSD until we are done killing all the bastards we need to kill, I got 12 rounds for you. Oh, my. Uh, yes. I toss the box of rounds to Soul. I catch make him. Not, 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 make him roll to see if he catches them or hits him in the face. Well, by that logic, you have to roll to throw them. Yeah, th- this is getting complicated real quick. Let's just say you gave a light lob to it, and Soul catches it and gains twelve rounds of ammo for his gun. <laughs> and I would like to point out that I did not swear anything. <laughs> I would like to point out you swore to keep LSD slaves safe, and then you fucking let them loose. Your word means nothing. You all let him <laughs> loose. You all let it happen. I trusted these people. And that's what you I wonder where he is now. That's so much good information. He's dead. You just let him go. <laughs> He's dead. Mavis, you look around, and after you kind of give some investigative thuds over to the wall, you hear, you, you start by hearing, just hearing a solid tunk, tunk. 
Go over to another side of the wall. Tum, tum. It's all solid. You get right closer to the edge, closer to a corner, and you give almost about to give up, and you hear a doom, 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 doom. Ooh, right, it sounds like you hit an empty space there, boyo. So this this place is hollow. Mm-hmm. So this is obviously a door. And um, is there anything around me that may look like a switch or a button or like a pressure plate? Uh, with that investigation roll and your intuition, I would gauge that you look around for a second and you notice on a space nearby, there seems to be a, uh, a stone shark on a little pedestal, almost like one of those stinking basses that you would see back in the day, yeah, but yeah. a solid shark statue like that. And it seems to like, you notice after a second, it seems to stand out a little bit past the plate and is, uh, you're able to get your hand on it and you're able to finagle it from where it stands so it it moves yes does Almost it like a doorknob so so i try to twist it uh it takes a second just because of the state it's in from the water but using all that strength that you have in that nerdy body of yours you give mm-hmm. a twist a twist eventually after <laughs> you hear a loud thunk and it sounds like something some kind of bar moves from where the hollow door was and you hear Holy shit, this place is haunted. Mavis has found an, a passageway. And Mavis oh. is going down there. <laughs> I'll follow. Okay, anyone else going uh, down the uh, hole? Uh, come on, my god, fine, down in... Oh, shit, we're actually going in his back door. That's not how I expected to start this day. Uh, well, you know, at least it doesn't stink. It, stink. it seems uh, old Billy kept his uh, back door very well flushed. Ooh. Hey, I suppose I'll thank you. I'll thank him for that in the afterlife, then. At least he rinsed out his back door. <laughs> so McAlpine <laughs> calls behind Johnny into the door. Is Frank going as well? I'm assuming Frank's going along for the ride. All right, is Jack sneaking behind in all this? Yeah, no, Frank's I just say, well, what's the, what the you guys see down there? There you go. All right, so you're still downstairs, technically, so you would have heard the thunk going on upstairs, and the... Like the hardest, the lightest, like screeching of a door, but you're still downstairs theoretically. So if you're still looking for a gun, you can. If you're trying to follow behind, you'll be a good bit behind them, but you can. It's up to you. Uh, if I can roll again to look for a gun, I'll do that. And then the next thing I'm going to do is go upstairs. All right, all right, go ahead. I really want one of those Tommy guns. It sounds pretty radical. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fail. 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 Dude's got like a whole goon squad of military guys. But now I can use the luck points and make it not a crit fail. Yay! But then they even out, and then it's a two. Yeah, but it's not a crit fail. It's not a crit fail, it's just a fail. It's still dark. You still look around, you hear the clatter of pans and pots. You still have not found any guns in this dark shady. Okay. So you're now behind them now. It's going to take you... Oh, you guys, did y'all up. hear any pens shuddering around before we walk down <laughs> in the hall? Yeah, can we do a perception check <laughs> well, to see if we anything. heard anything? I'm just looking around. This is a perception, not a scavenging. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to say you guys are far enough away at this point that you weren't going to hear any noises and commotion like that because he's not kicking pants to the wall being like, Where's this gun? Where's the gun? No, he's trying to be quiet about this in covert, so I'm going to yeah. give him that. Yes, one. he is. He's mad that to he be... hasn't found one, so he's been kicking stuff. Frank. <laughs> well, 
To be yes. fair, it that was, was a perception roll. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hey. give him that one just because like I'm I'm he's trying to be sneaky at the very least. Hey Frank. Yeah. Ah, uh, will you convince the guys about how I telepathically told you to meet us here this morning? Uh, what are you talking about, soul? You know, this morning, <laughs> didn't you get my message telepathically when I conjured you to this location? I mean, how else did you know to come here? Still messed up on that LSD? You know, don't worry about it. It's fine. They, they still understand. <laughs> oh, yes, the wizard. So how is your me? balls a tug, you tit fucker, and come on! <laughs> Okay, I'm going to say you guys went down a passageway into an area that leads to somewhere not normally connected to uh, uh, to the bar and everything. Oh, not that. Who's place. next to me as we're walking down the passage? That's a great question. I'm assuming the order was pretty similar because it would, would have been, I think, Soul went right after you. So I, 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 went, I hung back. To I was first. Break. So, I mean, whoever was... Whoever if came in. back to talk to Frank, then Johnny and McAlpine would be close, if not slightly behind. So, so Mavis is going to look back at Johnny and be like, "Johnny, do you know what I'm thinking of? I'm I. I, I am, hope you think we should have some damn lights. I am wondering, maybe, what happened to Travis? I I don't know." What possibly happened to that man? He seemed to do us pretty well, but we treated him bad. And I I just kind of was feeling a little guilty about that kind of interaction that we had with him. Out of character, I do not remember Travis. Uh, okay, okay, Johnny, what does Johnny say? Go ahead, go ahead. I, uh, oh, I feel bad with Travis as well, but yeah, you know, mate... <laughs> It is what it is. You drink some booze. You, you you forget about people, and then we killed the shark. I mean, I mean, this man, this man gave us such good deals, and he gave us uh, this information that led us to this place, and and we <laughs> we did these these terrible things to him, and uh, we treated him very poorly for how well he was cooperating with us. And, you know, I mean, maybe uh, I just, I I guess I feel a little guilty whenever, you know, the little man gets trodden on, the man who is, who is running the store and doing all of these things, going the extra mile for his customer, and then gets slapped in the face and pointed a gun at, you know. Uh, there is salt of the earth, this, this Travis Willingham was... I, I, oh, I just feel guilty about it. I, the best thing you can hope for now is a, is a line of good white powder and, and a happy ending. <laughs> Fuck. Are we there yet? Do I get a luck oh, point yeah. for remembering his name? <laughs> yes, you do. Yes! <laughs> Remember his name. You watched the video. You edited the video. Travis is a slave, right? No, Travis was the shopkeep that you guys you guys beat up, and you tried to punch like three separate times and kept missing. Travis Willingham is the guy that sold me all the razors. If anything, I should get a love 
I didn't bully Travis. I didn't hurt Travis. That's all I'm saying. Listen, Jack. I'm just here to Caleb, farm luck points, know. okay? Caleb, we both know that's a lie. I won't explain why, but we both know that's a lie. <laughs> you can something to him or, some, or wrote something in the glass that traumatized him for life. This is that's true. That's one way to look at it. All right, so are we? Are do, do we come into yeah, a room or something? Like, what's happening? You're, in this, you're now in this room. Yes. <laughs> I love the Damn, panic he time to draw right the door. He's just like, and as you go in here, you can see all various kinds of boxes, like containers, and cargo are filling up the space. Just kind of wow, taking over. Yeah, just all. Various sizes. Mavis, everybody, be careful! There are boxes materializing around us. No, no, they were there the whole time. <laughs> All right, so oh, do any of them? Do any of them stand out, or do I need to roll something for that? Like, is there is there I'm any perception to see if anything stands out? Okay, give me perception rolls. All right, get rid of that, get rid of that writing. Can I be just on the top of the stairs now, behind them? I'm not really trying to hide anymore. I'm just standing there, looking around. I who's the broad? Me. <laughs> Oh, Johnny's losing it. I see her reflection. You don't see shite. Four successes. Alright. In this room of various cargo boxes that seem to have been hoarded over time, uh, you do, thanks to your wonderful memory, notice that uh, some of the boxes on this left side over here match the tracking numbers for what uh, Jimmy Alois was supposed to pick up from his last job before he got taken in by the shepherds i would like to go uh, start going through those like a hobo in a trash can you just you just jump up throw up that lid and hop your top half in there kicking your legs into the air who what we got here all right I would, like to, I would like to pick a box and roll a perception check to see what i find it and just point out what box you're looking at uh i will I'm going to go for uh, this box right here. This is the box I'm searching. Okay, the one on the right side. Okay. And... I'm going to load my pistol because I forgot to. Okay. Uh, Mavis, what box are you looking at? Uh, let me see if I can paint. You're near the... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through this light. top box. Okay. And then I'm going to move it yeah, down pin. here. For and then I'm going to systematically go through each one. <laughs> yeah, for, and then for move them down. Listening to this, there's like a program that we're all using, and we're drawing boxes and crates in this this room that the GM has did for us, and that's what all this is. This is this is wonderful audio commentary right here. That yeah, this is really. Great, I want to open visual medium. This over here, this one right here. Get rid of that dick. Someone <laughs> just threw a dick. Someone wrote "suck it, Trebek," and uh, we're so mature here, guys. Wow. I okay. did green dick. Oh, you know what? I should with green projectiles coming out of the tip. 
A veiny, it's a veiny green dick. Uh, all right. Mavis, you know I can tell which color you're using, right? I'm just kidding, CJ. Minus one luck point. Why? Was it you drawing it? Or was it Mavis? I wrote suck it, Trebek, and I made the red lines. I'm drawing in red. Uh Uh-huh. Let's just... (laughs) Let's just Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> All right, so what do I get? What do I get? Okay, like I said, I'm systematically going down this stack of boxes. Okay, the top you still one. Have to roll for me for the first one. Okay, right, okay. What, did what, I, what did just I perception? Find in this box, John. Y- yeah, Johnny. For your first one, you got three successes. You open it up, and you do notice that there's medical supplies in there, like the the supplies actually said. So you find bandages, you find... Uh, How many uh, bandages? Two? Uh, yeah, two. We'll say, like, this is the makings of, like, a do-it-yourself first aid kit in here, so you find the make the bare, bare-bones bandages for that. Do I find a battle of alcohol? Not in this one. Oh, okay. Well, then... Uh, then I would proceed to search... The next box. one. Okay. Uh, and your first one, Mavis, you open it up, and he knows that there seems to be, uh, we'll say, we're gonna say that you find in there, uh, a bit of, you know, food supplies. So you find beans, you find rice, you find easy-to-contain dry goods that you could use for, okay, let's, let's, let's ease up on the, on the boxes and everything. I'm sorry. I was trying to, okay, yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> that's, yeah, let's, let's ease up. Okay. So you find some dry food and everything good to have in case, you know, you ever had to worry about rationing and everything. So you get to the, the this more than likely the medical supplies wasn't the only thing they were hoarding. Uh, mm-hmm. They were getting ready for the worst case scenarios more than likely. So dry food, medical supplies, they're either getting ready for an apocalyptic end to the rapture, or they are just worried about prices of things going crazy. <laughs> Gas prices, uh, am I right? Right. Hey, they're coming down right now. Wow, hashtag hey. topical. <laughs> topical. All right, what did I find in this box, John? Uh, oof. In that one? Uh, it seems like that one, unfortunately, was a bit more waterlogged. You just find some... It looks like it was some paperwork and some correspondence, but it's waterlogged. It looks like this likely was close to something that got uh, water into it. So nothing really noteworthy in there, unfortunately. All right. Well, then I'm going to search box number three. I suggest get to looking. I'm standing guard, by the way. Okay. Is Frank checking boxes? Is what's What's Frank doing? Has anyone walked up to the big one? That, uh, Johnny's one just about to do it. Uh, you'll both notice if you're going up to it, though, that this is a more complicated box. It's not like a cargo box. This one is more mechanical than anything. Quick question. Uh, do I do I need to roll for each box? Um, I've been rolling for each box. Yeah, I've been kind of taking it like that okay. because you're, you're taking time to open and look through each one. Well, I don't. if this box Ooh. is going to be complicated, I don't think I want to look at it. Well, am I in this room now? Can I look in you're, the You're at the hallway if you're okay. doing yourself. Well, I have a crit success. I so do I. Hiding anymore. I was like just trying to walk up behind him and like I was always there. Okay, yeah, sure, you can do that. And if you're doing that, just roll a uh, give me a perception check to see which one you're and tell me which one you're looking into. Okay. Uh, so well, I see uh, him because I'm standing guard and there's only yes, one way do. in here. Yes, you do. 
I'll give you that. Well, I got decided to fucking join us, fellas. Everyone oh, so noticed Jack at I that point. That Soul let him in? Yeah, I let him in. Okay. I, mean, I didn't well, like, kill him or anything. I was supposed to just be behind you guys on the staircase. Like, I just was supposed to catch up this entire time. That's what I was trying to yeah, do but after nobody I Nobody knew to you were even telling the group. Okay. You said a word about catching up to us. I did. It just might not have came through, but I definitely did. Uh, for clarification purposes, real quick, uh, Mavis and Johnny, which boxes were you both looking at? Were you looking at the third one from the bottom? Or I was looking at the, the big one. Okay. Uh, Mavis, are you looking at the second one from the bottom of your stack? Yeah, the, the next one down, yeah. Okay. So, Mavis, you'll open up that one, and that one's a pretty secure one that seemed to have weapon supplies in it, so that one has more Ooh. ammunition inside of it. So I, I would I would mention to the guys, hey guys, I found a box of ammunition if anybody is running low on bullets. Uh, this is the box to look in. And then I set that box to the side. Mm-hmm. So and I, I would like to go look in that box. I go to the yeah, next box. We'll say it's enough for everybody here to get two full rounds of ammunition. It's a decent-sized box. I don't have a gun, so I would kindly decline okay, to Mavis. I'm that's good. Fine. I'm a goddamn superhero. So I, well, I, I fill up... A box of 12, so. I fill up the gun that I have, um, mm -hmm. and I keep a Is couple... Is it 357 to 5 shot or 6? I think it's 6. It's on that PDF. What are you asking about? The revolver? Yeah, three fifty seven was that? It's six. I thought it was six. Okay. So so now right. I have right. I have a full three fifty seven and I'm gonna uh -huh. I'm just gonna pocket three bullets and leave the rest okay. for everybody else. That is totally fine. Johnny, while you're looking at your box, it's definitely complicated. It seems like as you open up some uh, a, a panel on the front there, there's blinking buttons, there's seems to be some kind of keypad in general. This is not oh. a cargo box. This is I know what this something is. completely different. I know what this is. Aye, there's buttons here. That being said, this isn't something you're just going to be able to pry open either. Mm. I'm what just are curious. the buttons? It's, it is a normal nu numerical uh, pad. Oh, numbers? Yeah, like, like, like literally like a keypad normally is just numbers. Anybody mm. know Andrew Ryan's birthday? <laughs> no Wikipedia's. Which box is this? I have careful hacking, so... Uh, how well, how can Frank roll a perception right check? Now, Jack. He can. I can Frank roll a perception check to see, like, figure out the structural integrity of the box? Sure. Okay, and typically... Okay, typically or can you hacking just tell me? Bioshock, typically hacking in Bioshock has to do with... Uh, that water pressure system that they have going I, on with their bots. I I will say hacking uh -huh. in Bioshock also lets you open safes and uh numerically yeah. numeric doors. Okay. All right. You got uh, machine buster, does that help? Oh lord, you <laughs> Who has machine if buster? If you're trying to beat Rick the does. shit out of this, yes. Well, that's kind of uh, what I'm thinking about. But uh, what would okay. I roll to try and hack it? Uh, that would really be intelligence. 
Mm. Any and plus any skills you have towards that. Failures in this case will will result in a punishment, though. I will go ahead and warn you of that because that is canon. Careful, All hacker right. has your perk. Hey, yo, what it do? So, uh, one right. second. Now, go ahead, Frank. You can talk. I'm just pulling up the PDF real quick. All right. So, do I need to roll a perception check to know the st structural integrity of the box, or is go, that something go, you can go tell? Go ahead. Me? You can go ahead and give me a perception yeah. check on it just to see how close All you're right. paying attention to it. All right, cool. Um, yeah, oops. Cover up that obscenity and roll. I want to know how tough is this box? I got five successes. You can tell from this uh, this setup here that this is not just an, uh, a simple box. You can definitely tell that this is supposed to be carrying something important, meaning that the frame itself is solid and the walls themselves even though they're filled with technology, they are reinforced in some way. Solid what? Wood? Solid, steel? Solid metal. This is steel. This is a metal box. Oh. And All there's buttons right. on the front. There's a solid frame on the side. Metal panels on the side. Even if there's blinking buttons and a keypad and everything, this is still a solid metal box. Yeah. <laughs> Frank's gonna... Frank's just gonna walk away from it. Before hey, I... Uh, did any of you I boys... to hack it. Okay. You gonna hack it? To clarify Jack's question, he was asking about Careful Hacker. Uh, any points you have towards Careful Hacker, you can re-roll 1d6 whenever you make a hacking check, and it does not... So basically, any non-pass or any one number that you roll in general, 1d6 for every point in Careful Hacker, you can re-roll. That, that's what Careful Hacker do. So it doesn't give you any bonuses towards hacking, but you can re-roll a dice for each point you have in it. All right. Before I try hacking this, what do I have to roll to try Billy Fittigan's birthday as the passcode? Uh, How would you I think know you, that would, you would just try it. That was his first I mate. Would, oh, you don't know that. Billy Finnegan. Okay, sure. Go ahead and try to put the passcode, his birthday in there. So, uh, just real quick for expediation purposes, can you, like, resolve the rolls that I did for the other two boxes? Uh, okay, so which boxes was that? You did the third one, so was it just the bottom one from there? The These bottom... I, I have two rolls for the bottom two. I just went ahead and well, rolled did, all of them. you did this one, because you did that one already. Because you've nah, done those two. The, the crit success was on this one. Uh -huh. And then I rolled again for this one, and then once more for this one. Okay. So for this one right here, we're going to open up and we're going to say you found uh, a bit of light armor, a few nice. three, three or four, uh, three or four pieces of light armor, like, you know, like bulletproof vests, that kind of thing. Oh, um, nothing that would be like, like used by like actual like military or anything. This is more like closer to what police would have if police were a thing down here. Okay. Like this is something that would be given to the security guards. All right. And then that bottom one you found down there, uh, that one turned out to be a uh, bit of an outbox, actually. Uh, it takes a little bit more opening to get to in there, but you find vials of various colored liquids. Oh. Um, we're going to take the various colored liquids, and I'm going to tell everybody that the squishiest person we have should take this armor. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Well, John, my HP is eight. To roll to see if uh, Finnegan's birthday. Is... You put Finnegan's birthday in there. It is not the code. 
Also, I was rolling to look at the very long box at the bottom. I don't know if that matters. Uh, it you know what, Jack? You've been working very hard on it. Your roll, uh, you got four passes. I'm going to say you found guns in there. You found he got the five. Tommy guns that they were using. No, that's uh, Frank. Never mind. Alrighty, I'm going to try and hack this box then, I guess. Okay. Uh, I will say this is going to be... Not regular difficulty, but one notch above that. So you're going to need a minimum of four successes. Oh my god, really? Can I change my mind? You can. <laughs> you can decide not to do it. I'm just giving you guys that warning in general. Because what there are consequences it? for what? a failure of hacking. What stat is it for hacking? Intelligence? Intelligence. Plus oh. anything you have towards hacking itself. I mean, I got a six. Should we wait for, uh, for uh, the rat? To, to do the hack. If you guys want to let Jack do it, he can. Is there Was that to open the the hack the box, Johnny? Yes, it was. What's your health at currently? Oh, I just want to know. 14. 14? Uh, because you got four fails, you take four points of shock damage. Damn. So you touch it, and at the wrong core, because you're messing with the size there, you literally see a Bolt of lightning just shock out th like towards him. No, as hold he, on. Like, does Let me wrong. open the PDF. Let me open the PDF real quick because I need to look at the thing. Where's the PDF at? Is and there general? Is there any way to to hack? Would there we is... all be shocked because this place is covered in water? Just curiosity. No, because it had for, for the simplicity of this, I'm saying it's only a consequence for the person who chooses to and it's hack. just damp it's not like yeah. yeah it's not like there's like a layer of water uh, that's right. connecting everything oh. okay um i have armored cell tonic plus one yes okay let me check something real quick armor shame you don't have element resist i do <laughs> <laughs> okay Armor shell. Armor shell. I'm still and, and Frank hack. Armor shell. Okay, we resist ten percent of all damage. So I'm gonna say you take only three instead of four. That's fine. Okay then. So current health is uh eleven. So you feel a strong enough bolt that it kind of makes you fall back on your ass for a second there because you just weren't expecting that obviously. Oh, I wouldn't touch that with the faintest of intelligence that I have, and I'm going to sit here and drink. Mick Alpine is laughing his ass off at the second. They're like, ah, he thought you were a smart shite, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, Alpine, I'd like to see you crack open that box. I haven't Frank. seen someone act so loud out of the place. And last, last time I saw someone get shocked like that, the horse was trying to piss on a fence. <laughs> Frank, Frank, Frank wants to be guy. Go ahead. Go for it, Frankie boy. The hey, and uh, while he's doing that, I want to walk over to Jack, uh -huh. and uh, I want to lean in and whisper into his ear. I want to say, hey, Jack, when you opened that box, did you happen to find the fucking conscience, bud? <laughs> I ignore him entirely. Frank? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Frank, so that's only three passes. You take three points of shock damage. All right. Is there any way? Is there any way to I'm support the side of the box in anger? 
Is there any way was, to, to yeah. like, add something to someone else's role? Is there a way I can support, uh, say, Jack Ooh, in opening can I this use a box? Luck point? I think I have yes, one you can, left. Yes, you can use a luck point. And oh. If someone else ate in another person's action, you'll get an additional D6, I'll say. Or what and if somebody else what? Frank got shocked. I would say if another person chooses to assist you, you get an additional dice because of that. Okay, so do I need to roll again completely or just change one? No, if you're if no one's helping you at the moment, you're just using a luck point to re-roll entirely. Okay. If I'm going to look around and see if anyone wants to assist. Uh, well, hang on. Is this the luck re-roll or is this... This is a luck re-roll. So he's, he's rolling again, but he's trying to see if someone will help him. Well, I wouldn't have let me roll. All right. I got you, Frank. I'm going to help you. I'm, I'm letting let it Jack happen just to question. kind of... Good. All right, so I'm gonna add one. But this is your the, the, this is the second roll. Yeah, You're not getting re-roll the first one. You're just having to get help for one roll. What and it's costing you a luck point to get this chance. Yeah, but I'm adding one because Johnny's yes. helping, right? Yes. Yeah. Wouldn't that yeah. be minus five? Minus five. Oh, because he's uh, been helping him like. Okay. There you go. And what turns out to be a luck of a bit, uh, a bit of luck. Frank and Johnny are kind of mumbling to each other. One's cussing, the other one's sighing under their breath. And you see them fidgeting with it, and it almost looks like they're about to bust it last second. And you just see Franco, son of a... And he clungs against the side of the wall, and it causes the whole box to rumble. And you just hear... For a second there, I thought it was a fucking bomb. And the box... The, the door itself, you hear like a decompression state going on, and a box opens up, and it cracks just yes, enough before uh... it begins to like, actually it begins to like come out to the side and close in on itself. So like the entire front's just open now. And you see, all you can see is a frozen container, and inside of it is a living but pre preserved little sister. What? Dun, dun, dun. Well, that's a great place to end it, isn't oh it? Oh my! Yeah, it God. is. Bloods, please. Not, not what I thought, but uh, cool. What did I gotta know? What did you think it was, Stole? I thought that this was where you were introducing plasmids to us. Like we still don't have. Plasmids. Oh, you don't forget. Uh, Mavis found a, a box with various colored liquids in it. He never oh. tried to investigate what that was. Oh. Yeah, I have plasma proficiency one this whole time. <laughs> yeah. So you guys have found access to plasmids. You don't know which ones they are because they're just various liquids of different colors. And you have we found don't yourself know, We don't preserved. even know that they're plasmids. You, you, once you look into it, you will. But you yeah, also find yourself are preserved and alive still from the signs of things, little sister. And so, before we end, give me a number. Like, how many of these vials do I have? I'm I'm gonna be super generous and just say ten. Shit! All right, cool. I mean, it is a. But great... you don't. But, but you don't know if they're plasmids or if they're tonics. I'll say well, that. Well, they're they're various vials of colored yes. liquids, and I will be doing some kind of investigation oh, at some research. point to figure out what they are. Um, yeah. Chug, 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 chug. <laughs> all right. So what a fucking game. Wow. All right. Uh, Plugmaster taking over here. Um, uh, we're going to go down the line. David, plugs, please. Uh, as always, I'm going to plug the Ever Gaming, who will 
always be playing the coolest of the coolest games, mainly just Total War and RPGs, but might be a little other things on the side. And uh, again, plug if I didn't plug it last time, but I think uh, the Spellmonger series by Terry Mancore. I'm in the second book already because I'm just burning through the pages. I've got like two and a half hours left of War Mage, which is the second book. Terry Mancore is an excellent author, and what he has done with the Spellmonger series is absolutely phenomenal. It is a must-read, or if you're an audiophile like me, it's a must-listen-to on Audible. Nice, nice. All right, we're going to run it on over to CJ. Uh, Plugs, please. All right. Um, Of course, I Can See More. That's I-C-A-N-S-E-Y-M-O-U-R on youtube um i haven't really posted anything new here lately but i plan to start working on some live action stuff uh such as maybe vlogs or how to's or just i don't know yet uh i gotta get some footage together which you're start putting some things together you're you're what? like you're doing stuff to like cars and shit like real life things to like race cars and shit right um that's not what i'm gonna have on the channel no Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I mean, like occasionally. Well, I'll I'll take that back. Yes, I'll have some like more real life race car stuff. There are three videos on my channel right now, um, and I think they're in a playlist by themselves. Uh, Baxley Boys or something like that. Uh, that's real life drag racing stuff. And but I'll have like videos about my car and like how tos and different things since I've been working on that here lately. That's cool, uh, I just man. haven't actually filmed anything yet, but I plan on it, so it's coming. You guys should drop your links in the Discord, because I'd like to check some of your shit out. They are also in the podcast uh, for on uh, Spotify. The links for all the YouTube channels are included yep. in that as well. They are. Um, oh. Yep. All right, we're going to run it on over to John. Plugs, please. All right, as always, you are welcome and invited to check out Nerds Play, where we play random games, sometimes retro, sometimes new age. We're currently uploading videos for Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time with myself and Jonathan over there having a good time, just having fun talking and playing a classic game. If you're into that, feel free to check it out. Ocarina. Yes. Uh, There's going to be a collaboration between I Can See More and Nerds Play here uh, in the next few weeks. Uh, That's when it's going to happen, but I don't know when it'll be up. Probably uh, shortly after on my end, provided, seeing, depending on what else is going on upload wise, but at at the very least, soon after. I'll probably do my own version. I'll do my own version too, but it'll be a little different just for flavor. Yeah, come check out that too. And you know what? If you haven't watched it in a while and you're looking for something easy to watch, check out Golden Girls, man. The yes. What? I'm, I'm getting back into it, man. It's actually not a bad show. They're it's so chill, it's so good. Back. It's yeah, so good. It's an easy show to watch, especially just in the background. So yeah, feel free to check that out, man. That's all. I mean, for they're me. hot. I'll give you that. Oh, Listen. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, <laughs> go down the road and back again. You're I'm in a I I am enjoying the collab that I'm doing with both John and David, even though I was having a hard time with David. But uh, you know, <laughs> I'm in I'm enjoying being involved in you guys' stuff. Um, I'm gonna to go over to uh, Caleb plugs, please. I really don't have anything, dude, like at all. 
at all. Is there a I mean, show you're watching right now or a movie you saw recently? We've just been watching Stranger Things when I'm home. If I'm not home, I'm just suffering. The latest season's pretty mm-hmm. damn good. All I could say is just because Stranger Things plays a song and you think it's radical, just keep in mind that song's probably terrible. It's really the background that's cool. How dare you? Kate Bush is running up that hill as a great song, dude. That's a great fucking song. That was great way before. God, that is a great song. Even before uh, Placebo did a cover of it. All she says is like, I'm running up that hill. It's it's literally it's literally a song about missing a loved one and telling them you'd be willing to change places with them and let them live your life. If I could make a deal with God and get him to swap our places, I'd be running up that hill with no problem. I've been listening to it all day. I'm not gonna fucking lie. All fucking day. My turn to go ahead and say so I'm a faithful slave on YouTube. And uh, by the way, speaking of music, Friday, which is in a couple of days, it's the 23rd, I think. Khalid uh, and Cambria's new album hit, and it is oh, probably God, one yes. of the best albums I've ever fucking heard in my life. It's wow. so it is fucking a good. Rock masterpiece. Khalid and Cambria is legendary because every is a concept album, yes. and it's probably why. They've had very little mainstream success, but that doesn't matter because mainstream isn't always what it's cut out to be. Cote and Cambria are like fucking phenomenal. Very right. Cool. Thank you. I'm God, so glad so there's good. several people here who understand. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and say that being said, the only song I know about, but I like a lot of that. I, I've listened to a lot of their stuff. They're good. They're really good. Nice. So, Parker, I will say I like a lot of the stuff that you've put out on your channel. Uh, I I hope that one day I will humbly be able to collab with you as well. Now that I'm now that I'm actually getting into doing stuff with my friends, it makes me want to do it so much more. And I don't now know how I have haven't friends. done that yet. Like, how have I Fucking not done shit you. with you? I would never do anything with you, weirdo. No. no. <laughs> Hey, honestly, fair. Honestly, fair. Like, I get it. I know me. I know who I am. (laughs) Number 15. We've we've already collaborated so many times before. Like, we we made a whole movie. You could check that at the bottom of the link. No, no, no. (laughs) Shut up. Please, All right, Anjo. and and lastly, I am Jonathan. I don't do anything special except collab with my friends. Um, the only thing that I'll plug is uh, I've recently been listening to a, another podcast called The Dark Dice, which is a it's a it's a lie it's a so it's a real play podcast, but you don't really realize it is because of how well it's produced. It's so like story driven and just fucking immersive and it's dark and it's dungeons and dragons and it's got these lovecraftian things in it and in season two jeff goldblum comes in and it's just mind-blowingly good i i love it like it's so it takes so much work for them to produce they can only put out an episode a month but it is worth the listen it's so good wow That's impressive. 
yeah, in order to get in order to get like authentic uh, other people's accents, um, like this guy has friends like across the fucking globe, and he's got people coming in from Iceland. From he's got like all these people from other countries that he's collaborating with. There's like seven or eight different characters in this party, and they're all legit from different parts of the world, and it's phenomenal. <laughs> These Rowdy Rapture boys are at it again, and honestly, you know, this is probably the last time that the Rapture FM voice is gonna happen, and, like, that's okay. You know, all things, you know, are born and die, and it's a whole thing, but I just can't do it anymore, and at this point, I am resigning uh uh absolving i'm i'm signing off rapture fm is dying but the welcome to rapture show will carry on uh for however many episodes it takes and i mean to be entirely honest i doubt that anybody other than me and you know a couple of my close friends are listening anyways so why do I keep trying to explain myself? It doesn't matter. Who cares? Um, you know, it the the show must go on and maybe one day I'll put out something a little more uh meaty and substancy and something that has a little more meaning to it and that would be great. I I'd look for that day, but until then this is Jonathan signing off. I hope that if anybody is listening, they are enjoying Welcome to Rapture and continues to enjoy the show. Welcome to Rapture.